If you're here, you've been here for years and years, or you're here for the first time today, welcome. Uh, we love having contributions uh, as part of our time together, uh, and we're going to give particular emphasis uh, to that later on this morning. Um, and uh, sharing about what God has been doing uh, as we've been going on this journey of walking with God. Uh, so a bit more about that later on. Uh, for our uh, children and young people, uh, your groups uh, will be uh, meeting downstairs uh, in about 15 minutes. Uh, so uh, you've got some great stuff happening down there as well. Uh, and uh, registration will take place down in those groups. Let me just pray as we start. Lord God, thank you that we have the freedom to gather together and to worship you. We want to meet with you this morning. Help us to hear you and to worship you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Jason. There you go. Uh, if you're willing and able, please uh, stand. This morning, no matter what your situation is this morning, we can say we trust in God because he is faithful. So wherever you are this morning, if you're really struggling or maybe you're on a, a, a high of joy, Wherever you come through this morning, we can say this morning, we trust in God. He is faithful. So if you are struggling this morning, maybe ask someone around next to you, someone you came with, if they would pray with you. If you aren't struggling this morning, would you come and encourage us with words? Come and encourage us, those who are struggling. Come this morning, because we want to hear what you've got to say. Trust in Jesus without shame, without fear. I'm going to fix my eyes on the hope of glory for this day.
And you will hear me say today in faith, I'm going to trust in God. Yeah, Lord, we trust in you this morning. You are faithful and true. We worship you, Lord. Let's lift our voices where we are and declare God's love over our lives this morning. Yeah, Lord, we love you. Thank you for your love over us, Lord. Thank you that you are good and faithful and true. We worship you, Lord Jesus. Praise your name. Thank you for who you are, Lord, what you've done in our lives, Lord. We praise your name. Praise your name. Thank you. Um, just before the service, um, I had a picture. I don't normally get pictures before the service, um, and I spoke to Andrew and Chris. Um, when my dad used to go away on business, he used to travel a lot, and my sister and I, when we were like 10 and 8 or 8 and 6, would go to the airport to pick him up. Um, I haven't been for a very long time, but we'd go to arrivals, and we'd wait, and if the door would open and we'd be looking, and then we'd spot him, and that was it. We were off. No barrier was going to stop us. Nothing was going to get in our way. Straight to him, arms open and we just cuddle him now God hasn't gone away but he is your heavenly dad your daddy and he is waiting for you to run into his arms so he can grab you up and hold you tight
When the darkness closes in, Lord, still I will say every blessing. Every blessing you pour out, I'll turn back to praise. When the darkness closes in, Lord, still I will say, Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be your name. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be your glorious name. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be your name. We're going to sing, My Jesus, My Savior. Shout to the Lord.
to go out through the doors be great lord we want to pray for them would you bless them and encourage them this morning help them to to know your joy and know your peace amen have a great time children uh, if you'd like to sit otherwise we, we're um, doing things slightly differently this morning uh welcome hi my name's andrew if we've not met uh, i hope you have a great time with us this morning and um what we're wanting to do is have a morning where we're just stopping to reflect on what God's been doing amongst us over this last season, what he may have been saying to us. It may have been as a result of um, the Faith in Action booklet. It may have been through the week of prayer, maybe through our preaching series. It could be all sorts of different things through your personal devotions where we just take time to stop and reflect. You know, too often we just rush, rush, rush. Um, we just want to spend time enjoying and delighting in God today. At some point during our time this morning, we'll be sharing communion together. Um, and uh, we'll work that one out as we go along. There is no sort of formal preach. This is about the most formal part of the meeting. This is your preach, if you want to call, consider this a preach. Um, uh, uh, we, we're, we're just going to spend time worshipping, using our gifts of the Spirit to encourage one another, maybe praying for one another. We'll see how it works out together. Uh, but uh, I, I do want to start with the thought. Um, you're not completely getting away, completely preach-free. And it's just to remind you of that encouragement in Hebrews uh, chapter 12, where we're encouraged by Paul, writer of Hebrews, to fix our eyes on Jesus, author and perfecter of the faith. And, um, you know, so much going on in the world at the moment and things we won't, may be on our heart, family circumstances, maybe things going on in the world, the earthquake this week, all that sort of stuff. And in the midst of all that, we're called to fix our eyes on Jesus. And so this morning is about just spending time together, helping one another to fix our eyes on Jesus together. And uh, so please, can I encourage you, where you've uh, got gifts of the Spirit, let's exercise those, let's use them for the strengthening of one another, where you've got passages of Scripture you want to read, or prayers you want to lead us in, uh, whatever it may well be that's going on in your heart, which you feel, yeah, I'd love to share that, come down, find Chris and myself at the front, and we'll try and work out how to put all this together, and uh, uh, find some order in it as we spend time together in God's presence and that, you know we're trusting that as part of this God will want to minister to us I think he's already starting to do that that word from Sean about the father running to daddy come let's run to our father this morning let's 
dig in. Let's enjoy him. Let's celebrate that we've got this wonderful Father in heaven, Father of all grace and mercy, who loves us, who's banished shame from our lives, banished fear from our lives, and says, come, come and enjoy me. So let's do that together. We're going to continue our worship for now. Uh, but if you're stirring with things you feel like sharing or a testimony you want to share, please come and uh, have a chat with us any point now onwards and uh, we'll work out where to fit all that together. Let's stand together. Jason, Ben, thank you so much.
press in this morning. Yes. Wait on God this morning. He's here with us. Let's fix our eyes. Spirit, we ask, would you come fill this place this morning? Reveal more of Jesus to us, what he's done in our lives. Who you are to us. That you're a father that is running into our arms. You come running first before we run. Even in the dark, you are light. The darkest dark is light to you. You meet us in our weakness. And we are made strong. It's all because of the blood of Jesus that we have a way to the Father. There's a bridge that's been built that we can now cross. once were alienated from God but if you're a believer this morning that way has been made and if you're not a believer this morning how amazing is this it's available for you right now no matter what you've done or who you think you are God has made a way for you He accepts you for who you are. All you have to do is come. Come to Him. Maybe you've been a Christian for a long time. Feeling a bit dry this morning. the Father's arms are open wide and he's saying to you come let me refresh you where you're weak where you've lost faith let me renew you this morning
vast as the ocean, loving kindness as the flood. When the prince of life, our answer, shed for us his precious blood. my daughter um, when I used to go away it was hard I was leaving Sean and Kate and Christine sometimes I'd go away just for a week two weeks but I did quite a few trips where I was six weeks away <clears throat> the worst bit was I'd go away and I'd be missing I'd arrive in an airport for an airport on my own I traveled on my own another country and I saw all these people meeting their loved ones, the children running out to their parents. And I can feel it now. It was awful. It was dreadful. 
because it brought it home and I missed them. And just as Sharma was saying how God, she came running to me and you can run to God. But some of you are feeling like I did when I landed in that foreign airport. Everyone else is, they're all meeting their friends and family. I didn't feel like that. And that's how you may feel this morning. Some of you may feel like that. But you haven't got to wait a week to change it or even six weeks to go and meet your family. You can do it now. And I'd encourage you, go to somebody you know, you can trust. Pray with them. Get them to pray with you now. It's a Parker show. (laughs) Sorry about that. Um, Abraham, as you probably all know, made it into the Hebrews 11 Hall of Fame. We can read about his faith in God. A few weeks ago, I was speaking about trust, and I used his life as an example. And sometimes in his life, that faith, that trust didn't always come out. There were two occasions when, although God had promised to make a great nation out of him, he went into a situation where he feared for his life. He feared that because Sarah, his wife, was beautiful, he would be killed so that the people of the country he was in could take Sarah. So instead of trusting God, he took things into his own hands and he lied and said Sarah was his sister. He put Sarah in danger and he didn't honour and glorify God. And the people that took Sarah into their palaces were horrified when they found out. And then there was another time. God had promised he would have a son, but he'd waited so long that Sarah said, sleep with my servant. That wasn't such a terrible thing in those days. That was a normal thing to do. But God had promised it would be Abraham and Sarah's son. But Abraham couldn't wait for God to do it. And so I talked about all this. And then there was something going on in my life that I cared about very much. And then I believed God was wanting to do something. And Roger said to me after I'd been interacting with some people, he said, do you know you're doing just what Abraham did? You're trying to help God out. You're trying to do his job for him. Don't you believe that God is big enough to do it? And I realized he was right, that I'd been trying to do God's job for him. And I don't know whether you feel like that today, that God is just a bit of a long way away and what you need doing or what you want done is so big, you can't really trust God to do it. You need to help him. But you don't. God is big enough. He can do it. You can trust him. As the, as the band's just playing. We need a moment to reflect upon some of those things we've just heard this morning. Um, Sean talking about running to the Father's love. Roger talking about the, fa- the, 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 the pain that's felt of being separated from our loving father and from family. 
and Christine reminding us that actually we, we try to do things in our own strength and our own time and maybe we need to be still and to trust in God and in his timing because he's trustworthy he is that loving father God he's the one who cares for us and provides for us he's the one who is so keen to have a relationship with you and with me and there'll be many of us here in the room today who've, who've been part of that relationship with God for a while Maybe that love has has grown a bit bit cool. And there'll be some in the room who actually, this doesn't quite make sense, but know this. God loves us. God loves you and me. That is why he gave Jesus That's why he gave Jesus for you and for me. Not just for the person next to you, not just for the people around us. For you and for me.
Thank you, uh, band. We're going to we're going to um, share communion together now, um, and it seems to me to fit really well with what we've been hearing about God's about God's love. Um, it fits in with what we've been talking about, walking with God. I've been reading uh, at the moment in my, in my personal devotions, I've been reading through uh, Exodus uh, and reading how um, God sent Moses uh, to speak to Pharaoh uh, uh, to, uh, to, to, to set the people of Israel free and to let them go back to the promised land. Um, and, and, and you're probably familiar with the, the, the various plagues that arose uh, uh, and uh, the, the, uh, the, the final one of those was, um, was the death of the firstborn. The thing that, that struck me was when Moses went to speak to Pharaoh... He says, God says, let my people go 
so that they may worship me. The reason that God wanted his people freed from the slavery and the uh, oppression that they felt was so that they could worship him. It was not to have to go somewhere or, or anything special. It was to worship him. And um, the, the meal which he gave, the Passover meal, was to help the people of Israel to remember what God had done in setting them free from the oppression and the slavery that they knew in Egypt. And it was that Passover meal that Jesus was celebrating with the disciples that he expressed to them about using that as an act of remembrance of the sacrifice that he was going to make for them to set them free from the bondage and the slavery and the oppression that they knew. Let me just read a few words from, from Luke's Gospel. So this is following Jesus' instruction, they prepared the Passover. When the hour came, Jesus and his apostles reclined at the table, and he said to them, I've eagerly desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. For I tell you, I will not eat it again until it finds fulfillment in the kingdom of God. After taking the cup, he gave thanks and said, Take this and divide it among you, for I tell you, I will not drink again of the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God comes. And he took bread gave thanks and broke it. And he gave it to them, saying, this is my body given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And in the same way, after the supper, he took the cup, saying, this cup is the new covenant in my blood which is poured out for you. And so we're going to come to that act of remembrance together. There are four places uh, around the room, four tables, <clears throat> with pieces of bread and little cups of wine. For those who want uh, Gluten-free, there are some of these little, um, little capsules with a gluten-free wafer and some wine in it. They're at all the tables. Let's come and let's share together and remember the love that God has showed us. Let's not hurry this. Let's rest in the love that God 
has for each one of us. The freedom that he has given because Jesus laid down his life for us. So let me do as Jesus did and pray. Father God, thank you that you are God over all. Thank you that you are God who brought the people of Israel out of Egypt to worship you. Thank you that you are God who made a way forward for us through giving Jesus on the cross that we may be set free from oppression and guilt and sin that we may worship you. Thank you for this meal that we can share together. We thank you. We thank you. In Jesus' name, we thank you. Amen. Also, at those tables, you'll find some little chocolate hearts and some little tubes of love heart sweets. Do take one. They're for you. Just a little uh, reminder, if you like. Um, there will be some available for the children later on, but the reason they're covered up now is so they didn't all disappear before this point. So let's take a few minutes. Please make your way to one of those tables. We invite everybody who, who knows Jesus is their Lord to come and participate in that, whether you're, whether you're here as a guest today or, or whether you're here every week. Please come. It's not about how worthy we are. It's about what God has done for us.
I just encourage us, why not uh, pray with the people next to you? And uh, just, uh, you know, ask, is there anything we could pray for? Can I bless you with something? Can I pray for blessings over you? Pray for it, pray for a need. Let's uh, help one another, let's support one another, let's encourage one another. So we're just going to do that for a few minutes and then we'll come back into a song of worship. Jesus Christ, I think upon your sacrifice, you became nothing, poured out to death. Many times I wondered at your gift of life, and I'm in that place once again.
persistent widow that you keep going with the same prayers day in day day out and you think must think sometimes that God must be getting really bored with the same prayers and I'm sure like myself and my husband your children are the most precious thing and what you want for your children is for them to walk with God it doesn't matter about what fantastic jobs they've got, what wonderful careers. What you want is for them to be walking with Jesus. And so every day we pray for our children, you know, that they would come back to God, would be walking with him. And Christine was saying about Abraham, how he touched things. And I think all of us like to try and manipulate a little bit, try to get things our way. But you know, when God does it, it's amazing. And over the last couple of weeks, with two of the families, God has done something amazing. It's not brought into fruition yet, but God is doing it. And God showed me, you know, that when we don't touch it, and it's of God, then it's perfect. So, you know, for those of you that want your children to be walking with God, we just keep praying. Be like that persistent widow. Just keep on. Sing, you give life.
we've we've got a couple of other contributions that we want to uh, to to include quickly. Um, Nikki, would you would you like to come up and, uh, and and share something that links in with both what's going on in the world and what's been the theme of, of happening here? Uh, and then we'll have uh, one contribution after that, uh, which will fill our time. Nikki, thank you. Mm, so I used to wonder what it meant to. Um, when it says in John 10, 10 that Jesus said he came to give life in all its fullness. And um, so I've been really grappling with that over recent years. And um, our series on walking with God has been really helpful because um, I guess that's where I'm finding life in all its fullness. And so what it looks like is that I often say to God in a situation that I don't mentally understand, what are you doing here? Um, anyway... So on Monday, we heard about the earthquake in Turkey. And even by the time I got to work, the news on the radio was saying there were a thousand people dead. And that really was, a, you know, a terrible piece of news. And as the week grew on, I never actually looked at it. I, um, so I would skim the news headlines and I would see all the things about Turkey and I would notice the numbers going up and up and up, like I thought a thousand was bad um, and, then, and as the week went on it went 1600 to 25,000 and I just couldn't look at it um, so anyway, by the time it came to yesterday night um, I had time um, so I went on to the internet and I just thought I really need to take a look at this and I was really worried about it and I know that part of my mind was worrying me was um, if I'm completely honest, God, how could you let this happen? Um, so I asked God, when I went to look at it, it felt like holy ground. I, I, just, could, I just didn't want to be like a voyeur of this tragedy. So I was just carefully opening the internet. And um, what I didn't want to see was, you know, buildings tumbling down and lots of dead people and awfulness. Um, and I was just asking God, where, what was going on? Where are you in this? And, you know, maybe carefully, <laughs> cautiously, what can I do? And I clicked on the first um, thing in the news to look at it. And I couldn't believe my eyes. And it was such a blessing to me because what I saw was um, these Turkish or Syrian firemen working really hard on the ground and um, to pull people out of the rubble. And they had these special cameras probably with the infrared that could see into the rubble. And so you could actually see, it's on the BBC News website, you can see children like huddled like little animals in little small spaces in the rubble. And the firemen were coaxing them out. And, um, and I, I watched it and you saw a few of them being like delivered from that place of danger. And when the firemen pulled them out, they would kiss them and, you know, they didn't know these children, the children didn't know the firemen and all the people around were clapping and cheering with everyone that was delivered. And um, I, I just, I kind of went from a place of being scared and not wanting to look to thinking, you know, God, I don't understand the colossal nature of that tragedy, but you made man in your image and that's the instinct is to help and to save and to rescue and to deliver and to bring people out of the darkness, which is extremely dangerous if those children didn't trust the fireman 
their life was over. But they trusted the fireman, they come out, and they're into fresh air, safety. Um, it was just thrilling to watch, and I just wanted to share that if it's helpful. Thank you, Nikki. Uh, and the, the, the final contribution that we have this morning um, also links in with what's come through. It's the way God works, isn't it? Um, Mari, could you share with us briefly? Um, I've had a particular fear for years, and my fear was assuming that people would think less of me because of the things that I do and the things that I say. And this fear would usually overwhelm me when I had an opportunity to speak in front of the church like this or in small groups of my peers. Um, as an adult, I felt this fear was holding me back, and I knew that God wanted me to say and do things, but I would usually resist because this wave of emotion would come over me, this fear would come over me. And then I was often crying in the toilets beforehand, worrying for hours what people thought of me afterwards if I um, you know, kind of actually followed through to say what I felt God was wanting to. And I would assume that people would think negative things of me. In August this year, I read a book called Overcoming Fear by Becky DeVork as I knew that I needed to address this issue. I read through and she was talking about going on a healing conference and I thought, oh, I'd love to go on a healing conference. And I searched online and there was one locally in a couple of weeks' time at the Acorn Centre in Hindhead. So I booked on and I wanted to go along to be equipped to pray for people to be healed but also thought there might be an opportunity to pray about this fear thing. Um, in the worship, um, someone came up to me and said they felt they had a picture, word from God, and I was really excited. I wanted to know what God was going to say. And as she shared it, I wasn't particularly impressed. I wanted something a bit more specific and miraculous. But they said they would pray for me, and I thought, oh, okay, that's fine. When she prayed, she said, bind the enemy. With no time to think, my whole body convulsed with some contorted physical reaction. My body did, um, knew, it was like my body knew what to do, but my mind didn't. My mouth opened as wide as it could go and my tongue stretched out as far as it could. It was truly remarkable, powerful and absolutely fantastic. I didn't know at the time, but after speaking with the team, I knew that I'd had a demon, an evil spirit cast out of me. I hadn't witnessed this sort of thing before, but I have been set free from a spirit of fear that was controlling aspects of my life. I'm still learning to walk in my new freedom, and I'm being transformed by the renewing of my mind. And there's been one particular occasion where I was asked to speak um, in front of the life group leaders and the ministry leaders, which would usually mess me right up. Um, so... I found beforehand, when I was preparing, I wasn't fearful. I wasn't crying in the toilets beforehand. I wasn't even nervous. In fact, I was excited all day about coming up to speak to them. And afterwards, when I thought about negative thoughts, nothing came to my mind. Even when I tried to listen, it was so cool. And I tell you this story so that you know that God is good. God wants us to be set free from the things that hold us back and give us life to the full. If you think, um, if you, and if you think, you know, not everyone will experience what I did, 
Not everyone who is fearful has an evil spirit. And if you think someone does, I recommend you talk to your life group leader first as it's not something to muck about with. But Jesus has set me free. What a great story. Thank you, Mari. Um, I'm conscious that, uh, that, that, that we've run out of time, however much we might want to go on sharing one another and, uh, uh, and worshipping together. Can I just say, if any of the stories you've heard, any of the things that have been said, any of the uh, images and pictures that have been shared uh, have particularly struck you, don't go away from here without following that through. Come and, come and have a word with Andrew or me or with uh, one of the people who shared that. Uh, pray with somebody who's next to you, but don't go away without following that through. Um, just to, just to uh, one, one thing I wanted to mention, uh, if you're um, uh, a guest here for the first time, hopefully you received one of our welcome packs. Uh, we'd love to uh, keep in touch with you. Uh, there's a card inside on which you can uh, fill in your details, uh, please drop it into the box over by the door there. Give it to one of the welcome people with those bright yellow uh, T-shirts or come and see me or Andrew or somebody. But don't go away without, uh, without connecting with us. We'd love to connect with you. Uh, and finally, it was great to uh, welcome into uh, membership last week eight people. Um, we've got another opportunity to explore membership here uh, Saturday week, the 25th, if you'd like to follow that through, please uh, please let us know today um, because uh, we'd like to get the catering and everything sorted out for that. Uh, and finally, all the other details are in the uh, update, so uh, make sure you get on the, on, the, on the list for that. Thank you for joining us this morning. Thank you for sharing. God bless you.